Hello everyone, adieu melang, welcome to another exciting installment of Simply She Voiced with Advocate Tibet Law, a podcast that elevates and equips the voices of women through the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we do this simply by integrating faith, culture, and lore. Sis, if this is your first time on this particular platform, welcome. And if you are a member how can i call it welcome home welcome home so i am doing this extra special episode for all the ladies who are wondering about identity and this is why we are also doing this podcast baby because we also want to see what is the true identity that christ has installed in us what is this true identity that christ has defined in us as women and if you are listening to this and you are a man welcome because i know that some of this podcast although they are created specifically for women but they can benefit even men there are certain things that i listen about biblical manhood or how men should conduct themselves within the church or how men should conduct themselves as sons of God. So like there are certain things that definitely we all benefit from. So if you are here and a male figure, please don't turn off, grab your cup of coffee, grab your cup of tea and come and join us. Mm. So today let's jump into it. And I am doing this special episode because season two of this particular um, podcast has ended a long time ago. But then there are certain topics that the Lord would be prompting on my heart. And then definitely I'm like, okay, let me just, you know, jump on onto this and, uh, you know, record an episode. And the reason for this is because I number one, I really don't want to forget some of the things or nuggets that the Holy Spirit is revealing to me in this season. And number two, I really just want to encourage somebody who might be in a position of wondering, how do I conduct myself in this world? Because there's so much confusion. There's so much confusion that we see on social media. There is so much confusion that we see on television, the things that we call the entertainment industry. There is so much confusion about definitions of how can we define a a woman? How can we define a man? So the reason that particularly I do this, and as I said before that here we do this, we share the gospel of Jesus Christ by integrating faith and culture. We We need to engage with our culture, the things that affect our culture and the things that actually demand the church to voice out or actually to not be silent in these things. So today, without any further ado, this special, special, special episode is actually about what is biblical womanhood. The reason that I am doing this is because there has been so much attacks on women. Firstly, there has been attacks on women who stay at home, who tend to their homes, women who have decided to be homemakers, women who have said, you know what, I don't want to work. I just want to stay home and tender my home. And I want to validate them here on this podcast. And secondly, the attack that we see on women is from the movement of the LGBTQ plus community, where we see men transitioning to be women. Like that is not 
biblical that is not even biologically sound so if you see all of these things you need to speak up against them because i believe that this is an identity crisis so just jumping into what a woman is when i think about defining what a woman is i have to think about all the possible definitions that i grew up with and what culture has actually taught me what a woman is all of these definitions have shaped my world view about what a woman is definitions such from such from like my grandmother my mother my aunts my you know grandfathers such definitions do definitely shape our worldview about what a woman is or sometimes they even shape our worldview in a sense of we reject what those definitions had to define and you will see what i mean as we continue so if we look into the current cultures there has been meanings that initially um have defined women but right now these meanings are definitely starting to change and this is because the culture wants to be inclusive but does god acts like this does god define womanhood like this we will find out so i want to give you three ways that i have personally um heard about womanhood the first definition was from my grandmother my grandmother actually defined a woman um from a standpoint of motherhood and being a wife and she normally said to me tibello a woman should take care of her home a woman is the one that speaks kindly to others the woman cooks for her husband the woman takes care of her children the woman dresses modestly like my grandmother was such a mom modest like person and the more i grow up the more i become like her and she would normally say um yeah and you need to have love for all people The second definition that I have heard well when I was doing my law school and now I'm becoming this feminist person <laughs> it's from the feminism movement which is a very westernized concept it defined a woman as one who is equal to a man and can do what a man can do Okay. The third one that I have heard in our days like that is 2023. We are here now defining a woman as one who feels. So a woman is no longer somebody that by definition or by creation what God has created um it is but now in 2023 when 2023 the woke culture defines women it defines a woman as one who feels like inside is a woman that means that a man can wake up today grab a microphone and say i feel like a woman and i am a woman look <laughs> this is very far from what god has defined okay so um when i look at my grandmother's definition this is a quite definition that i really rejected because i would always be fighting and saying why do i need to be trained to cook or why should i be trained in 
the household um you know duties to 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 clean all of those and i rejected it and i remember the minute that i stepped into my college or varsity years i started saying you know what i'm gonna do what i want i am going to define who a woman is and can i remind you that by nature if you are not in christ and even if you are still in christ by nature we are an enmity to god we reject the concepts and definitions of god so definitely when i look back as to why i rejected what my grandmother was teaching me it's because of my sinful nature i wanted to define who i am i wanted to define how i am so that is why I normally rejected what my grandmother um, taught me. And one of the reasons as well um, why I rejected what my grandmother was teaching me was because I didn't see women thriving. I didn't see, and that this is my worldview, remember. It does not mean that my grandmother was not thriving because if she was not thriving, I wouldn't be here. Man, when I think about the moms that are staying at home and taking care of their families, I am thinking of how well we have turned out to be because if my grandmother was not home teaching me what she had to teach me diligently and faithfully I wouldn't be remembering what she has actually said so the reason that I rejected that was because in my nature I was an enmity to God and the definition of my grandmother is the is the one that is very closest to what God has defined us as women to be right so the reason that I am saying that some people might reject this concept and why initially I rejected this concept of which the woke culture or what we call progressive Christianity is actually portraying in our days is because simply we are sinful. We are so sinful and as I have said, we reject the concepts of God and what God has um defined for us this was me and let me tell you there are a lot of teachings that i'm still going through particularly on this topic and um i i'm just you know i i am just so in awe of what god is doing so i know that um sometimes when feminists and i want to say toxic femininity because i believe there is uh feminists that are biblical that ground all their philosophy of feminism on, on, on the Bible and say, this is why I consider myself feminist. So the reason that I'm, I'm talking about um, toxic femininity, the ones that wants to bash men, the one that wants to do away with the species of men, I cannot believe that. And if you're looking at this um, uh, movement, is the movement that promote hashtags such as womanla, um, as to get that, that bad girl. Like, you know, we have all of these hashtags all over social media so this is the kind of women that i am speaking about the toxic ones that are not acknowledging women who are at home the ones that are saying oh my goodness you're so traditional you're not pursuing your dreams and women at home actually feel rejected and they feel like oh my goodness i'm doing less of because i am taking care of my family and the reason that i want to like revamp the idea of biblical 
called womanhood is because we want to put women on the same platform of understanding how God has created us and why God has created us. The way we think and the way we reason, the way we relate to the world around us is very different than men. Yes, equality, but not no to sameness. We are not the same. Yes to equality, no to sameness. We are not the same. So my hope is that even after listening to this, you will go back to God again. Like if it is your drama that has driven you to be rejective of the, the biblical womanhood, just go back to God and say, God, help me. I want to understand you more. And my hope it is also that if you are the one that have seen who God has created you to be, that you would also help others to come again. I always say that if you discover something, if there is a revelation that Christ has, um, has, has put on you, it is so, and you, you are sure that it is beneficial for the church, please come onto the platforms or on your social social media and equip and elevate women so the the first verse that i really want to delve in is genesis chapter 5 verse 2 which says that god he created them male and female and he blessed them guys we are so blessed we are blessed so wherever where you're at and you are a woman just sit in your element sis and just say i am blessed i am blessed honey i am blessed by virtue of being a female i am blessed by virtue because god saw it fit to make me a female so like the genesis chapter one it says he created them male and female and blessed them and called them human the only sameness that we have with males is human we are all human so all men are also human all women are also human so you need to understand that although we are different but there is a sameness that we can all ground ourselves in and that is humanity we are all human but never ever ever desire to be a man never ever ever desire to like to fight for a role that god has placed for men to be in and in the next episode i hope to address that you know leadership prophet you know being a teacher like leading the family we are not called to do that and the reason that you will see all of this is because in his goodness in his compassion in his kindness god has created us to be fearfully and wonderfully made females okay so the first thing that I want to also acknowledge about biblical womanhood is that a woman of God is first and foremost a daughter of God. So becoming a child of God happens through the saving relationship with Jesus Christ. You need to be saved, right? So a woman of God, simply put, is a woman who has been saved by Jesus Christ and who submits to the work of the Holy Spirit in her. So what does that look like 
practically number one i want to say that practically it looks like a woman of god is the one that seeks god more by reading his word communing with him in prayer fellowshipping with other believers and listening to sound teachings the reason that i want to emphasize the sound teachings is because social media has perverted and twisted what the word of god is saying look there are people that i have followed on instagram and I'm so glad that I'm going into my fifth month or sixth month being like absolutely of Instagram. Um, the re- I was following people that I thought were preaching the true gospel, but these people, what they were doing was that they were contaminating my, my sound doctrine about how I see God and how I see myself. Every time I would follow somebody, I would be feeling less like, I would be feeling like I'm not doing more or should I be, you know, should I be in the word of God more? This person looks like, they are have you seen as if those persons are vips in the kingdom of god so the reason that i i normally say that people should take a social media break it's because it will ground you definitely to the things that really matter so a woman of god is the one that does the best to present herself to god as one that is approved a worker who does not need to be ashamed or who correctly handles the word of truth look you need to handle the word of truth okay you need to handle the word of god very well this is what a woman of god this is biblical it the word of god is not only left to men the word of god is also uh, left to a woman if you are a child of god um and a woman of god you need to understand that the number one thing that you need to be doing is to be in his word the number two that a biblical womanhood should have is to obey obey the word of God. You don't just read this word, but you obey it. You obey the commandments to love others well. Your speech is edifying and encouraged to others. It is not slanderous or filled with gossip or um, ill intent. You are a person who speaks in an edifying way. You are compassionate. You are forgiving. And part of obeying God's word is actually being a submissive woman. Firstly, if you are a single woman, you are submissive unto the Lord. You are submissive to authority. If you are in a church, you are submissive to your church leaders. You need to be that. If you are a married woman, you need thirdly to be submissive to your husband. You need to allow your husband to lead. Yes, in in, in Titus chapter 2 verse 3 to 20 I mean 5 <laughs> I can't believe I said 20 um Titus 2 3 to 5 it says older women likewise are to be reverent in behavior not slanderous or slaves to too much wine like ladies <laughs> hear me very correctly there is nothing absolutely wrong with wine but my encouragement to all my sisters in christ i would say stay away because wine you want to take one class the next thing you're on the second
second one and fifth one and then the next thing you are doing exactly what god does not want you to do is to be drunk on wine and the the third thing it says that they are to teach what is good and so to train the younger women to love their husbands and children to be self-controlled pure working at home kind and submissive to their own husband that my sisters is the word continues to say that the word of god, so that the word of god may not be shamed so this is why god has created us imagine guys the kind of standard that god is calling us into the kind of behavior that a woman of god must possess not to be a slanderer you can't just post everything my sister you can't just listen to any music and start seeing a long words that might be slanderous or profane you can't be in a restaurant and drinking the whole bottle of wine that is not what a biblical womanhood must do you must learn to be self-controlled you must learn purity you must learn if you are married to be working in your home so let what is this this is absolutely what social media is not teaching you that women must work in their homes we don't see women who are working in homes we see women who are running businesses and that and and not that there is nothing wrong about that but let us not forget that the ministry and the purpose and the roles that god has given to us is to take care of our homes to be kind, to be submissive to our own husbands. Let me tell you, because submission has been used and to have a bad connotation in our culture, women are even rejecting this concept about God. You need to be submissive unto your husband. You need to love the word of God and to understand that if you do not understand what submission is, is that you learn it from your the word of God that Jesus will teach you what submission is. Is. So secondly, the woman of God obeys God's word. You obey. If the word tells you to be kind, if the word tells you to be compassionate and forgiving and submissive to your husband, to take care of your home, you do that. You do that. And I understand. Can I speak to some ladies who have been, who are just like me, who grew up with dramas and they reject this concept and have rejected this concept. Let me speak to you ladies. Allow God to come into that space and heal you. What I have realized is that as much as I have my own money, I can take myself to a restaurant, but nothing beats a man taking care of the bill. Nothing beats a man leading and and you know treating me in a feminine way not as a another male dude you don't want to be treated like that a woman of god is a woman that is taken care of you are taken care of by a man i'm not talking about unhealthy and toxic homes or marriages or relationships i'm talking about god's own design the design that god has designed for his own children thirdly a woman of god eagerly does the work that god has given to her if she is an older woman she leaves as an example to the younger women as we have already seen in titus 2 she spends time with other believers she encourages them um and and she is being encouraged by them as well she is submissive towards the word of god and that actually means you 
before me. She takes that posture very seriously, which all Christians must take. You before me, we must put one another first. So you do that, um, you submit to yourselves for the Lord's sake, um, to every human authority, for it is God's will that by doing good, you should silence the ignorant talks of foolish people. Ultimately, let me tell you, you, my honey, you are a woman of valor. You are a woman of elegance. You are a woman of integrity. You need to see yourself like that. That is what it means when we see ourselves in our true identity of Christ. And whether you are a working mama and whether you are a homemaker, but especially homemaking, I don't want to use this concept as a, a thing that is only called to other women and other women are not called to. No, if you are married, if you are called for the position and role or to be a wife, your first ministry is at home. So if any, you find yourself any anywhere, like just remember as a daughter of the most high God that you need to find your identity in Christ and not what the world is saying. And am I saying that women who are working are not biblical womanhood? Absolutely not. Because um, of the the economic state that we are in, some women have to work and help their husbands to build a home. But the first ministry of a woman is at home. You need to take care of your home. If you are a woman of God, I pray that you see this concept of home, of loving a thing. I thought about it even before jumping on this uh, podcast that um, when we walk in a furnisher's home, like a man's, the way our attentions are drawn to furniture is so different than men. I see a couch. I see a bed. I see, you know, I see all the cute stuff that Pinterest is offering, how I want to decorate my room how I want to do, you know, all of the cute stuff in my home. Whereas with most men, when they walk into a furnisher's house, the first thing that they might see is a TV, a PlayStation, a bright stand, you know, all of those things. That is what makes us different. You cannot want to be that. We are different, but yet we are called by God Um, all of us. So what I want to say to you is that ultimately a woman of God is a work in progress. She is a masterpiece of God. She is saved by his grace through faith and she is becoming more like Jesus as she seeks to know him and to obey him. You need to love who you are. You are not in competition with any man. If you have seen yourself to be a competition or a threat to a then sis i really just want to prompt you to come back to your daddy just say god show it to me who you have created me to be show it to me the role that i need to play on this earth show me what my calling is truly what my calling is not what culture is defining not what society is defining not what men are defining but show it to me who you have called 
called me to be. And Lord, where I am still viewing your word through the lens of my drama, Holy Spirit, would you come every day and heal that part? Holy Spirit, would you come every day to show me the direction of where you want me to pursue this life in abundance? Beloved, God loves us. God sees us. God is compassionate to us. And the last thing I really just want you to pursue as a woman of God, would you pursue sound doctrine? Go into the word of God. Read the word not from a place of hurt, not from a place of social media influence, but from a place of God. I want more of you. Show me in your pure, in your purest form. The Bible says that blessed are those that are pure for they will see God. Lord, I pray for my sister's purity, that they will come to your word with absolute purity purity and say, God, show me who you are. God, show me who I am. And I want you to do that because this is something that is really close to my heart. As I speak for women's rights, as I speak for, you know, women's um immense to be emancipated but i need to always ground myself with the word and align myself with what the word of god is saying and just like that we are at the end i cannot believe that i've spoken so much about this topic beloveds if you have any questions if you are still icky about what i have said you are so welcome to comment on this episode wherever whichever platform that you're listening to please do not forget to subscribe like share all of those beautiful things that people do so that an episode or podcast can reach other uh, thousands of people. That is what I really want to encourage you to do. So please, 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 if you have anything, any comment, any objection, please do leave your comments. I, I, I really acknowledge them. I really admire them. I really intake. Look, I am learning as well. Whatever your perspective is, tell me what you think. Where are you walking with yourself? Where are you walking with God regarding this concept of biblical womanhood? Uh, but until the next time, my loves, and I know we have so much to expound on this. What does it look like also with marriage? Like, you know, I've listened to some of the yeah commentators maybe on social, not social media per se, but on uh, YouTube. If YouTube is a social media platform. Yeah, speaking about um should you be married in community of property all of those things have so much to do with identity you know um and i will expound on them as a lawyer obviously i'm just here to also answer your questions and request what you want but ultimately what i want to say if you have listened to this far thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you so until the next time my love see you soon